the one of one is missing. Uh-uh. I knew something was up. Pop, that's almost twice as much going for the same price. I just freaking love that Raider rookie logo. Doing more buying. Which one of these five quarterbacks has the worst set of pass catchers to throw the football to? Guess how much I sniped this for an auction. Number to five, you dirty yep. animal. I'm telling you, these optic on-card autos are money. Huh? 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 Football Cards Collecting and Investing. His name is Andy. My name is Carter. It doesn't matter if you're listening on podcasts or if you're watching us live on YouTube. We are so happy to be with you. And what I want you to do today at the beginning of this episode, whoever you are, is comment below or send us a message. Who have you been buying lately? It could be retired players. It could be current players. Are you panic buying or panic selling anyone? We want to take a look at your portfolio and help you out. Okay. So Andy, obviously the big story, um, you know, Patrick Mahomes loses my patron St. Joe Burrow looks like old school Joe Burrow, but the biggest story is, is Will Levis, Andy, what have you seen from the rookie quarterback that you liked personally and also from a football card perspective? Yeah, I wish I would have bought more Will Levis uh, rookie cards before this past Sunday. You know, those four touchdowns really caused quite the flurry of activity on eBay for his rookie cards. In fact, Carter, uh, I documented that Saturday there were silver mosaics for 2023. You know, it's like a top three set right now for Will Levis, especially with the Fanatics exclusive deal. Um, the, the mosaic silvers were selling for around $5 or less. I mean, tons of transactions at the level. They, they're now $40 cards. So we have seen the spike that we traditionally see for a rookie quarterback with a snappy right arm completing four touchdown passes, including three of those to the Hall of Famer, or potentially future Hall of Famer, DeAndre Hopkins. So, And then I saw a micro mosaic. So I'm interested to see like uh, aftermath stories if any of these transactions don't get actually sent out because there is a micro mosaic PSA 10 that sold for $350 on Saturday. But on oh, Sunday, wow. yeah, on Sunday, wow. that same card was selling for 350 raw. And then now today, like actually yesterday, I saw a couple that went for 450. So I'm wondering if some of those sold Will Levis cards from Saturday were actually getting sent out Monday or if the seller was figuring out a way to, you know, uh, back out of that. So um, hopefully, you know, it's all all very ethical above board sellers out there. Right. So none of that um, is, is happening. But, yeah, Will Levis has gone nuclear in the hobby. Yeah, if you do that and you're watching this show right now, I don't care what Andy says about this. I don't ever want you to watch this show again, right? Honor the sale. I had my first really bad instance with this uh, recently, but still honor the sale. That's what you always should do. I understand it sucks that he went out there and looked like the second coming of John Elway. Um We'll talk about Brock Purdy in just a second, but I just want to send a little warning out because uh, before I was not a huge Will Levis guy. I, I just wasn't. Um, but I, I just want to warn everyone that it is just one game. DeAndre Hopkins looked like old school DeAndre Hopkins. And I felt like some of the plays that were made was more Hopkins than it was Levis. That last throw to Westbrook and Kine, though, was absolutely 
absolutely breathtaking, right? You know, Andy, when you watch him, do you like him personally? Uh, just from I, that I like the, I like the 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 spiral and and his throwing motion. I mean, it looks sick, man. The way he throws the ball, it looks really powerful and it looks very accurate. It looks like he's got a real deal arm to be an NFL quarterback. So I'm interested to see if he can keep up this kind of efficiency. Yeah. So Andy, let, let, let's get down deeper into uh, something that's not really football card related and it's not really like actual football related but throwing motion wise will levis is butter right or mayonnaise that he likes to put in his coffee right uh but no his throwing motion is is so smooth right um he works with one of my favorite qb mechanic coaches in the country qb motion right so he is a very compact release his arm is so special, right? I think right now in the NFL, there might not be a stronger arm than his, right? Obviously, Mahomes is up there. Obviously, Allen has a bazooka AR, obviously. But, man, dude, he's got an absolute rocket. I do want to hold off just a little bit, though. These were the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons aren't that great of a team. I won't consider them an elite defense either. Uh, they've got some elite players. Obviously, Grady Jarrett got hurt this past weekend, but still, they, they've got some really, really, really good players. I'm not sold yet, right? Uh, he set a record amount of sacks last year in the SEC. Um, I, I need to see more before I make any type of move. But Andy, simply be, uh, from a football card perspective, I'm happy he's balling out because from – a, once again, we're fans of football cards. We need as many young quarterbacks to kill because that gets people excited about the hobby. Yeah, it really does, especially when we're at the period we are, when you've got guys that are uh, values that are still dipping down every week, even though they're good players. I, I mean, I look at Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, whether you look at uh, your guy Joe Burrows coming into form now, or Jamar Chase. I mean, there's a lot of, like I would say, mid-tier cards uh, from these guys that are dipping way down in auctions. That's just the time period we're at in the season with basketball having started up and the holidays and uh, ba baseball World Series. Even though football still seems to get more viewers, there's a, a, a just there's not as much demand as it is when you're right at the beginning of the season. So yeah, this is this is great. Uh, anytime you get a rookie quarterback and uh, they're they're doing great. Uh, and and this is the true test. I, I, it's weird, Carter, because they're playing the Steelers Thursday night. You know, it's weird how the schedule works out like this for the Titans. You know, one second they thought they're they're gonna, you know, um, uh, you know, toss their season and and start rebuilding and maybe trading Derrick Henry, and, and now all of a sudden here on the trade deadline, they're they've got a renewed sense of of uh, fight in them, and and they got the Steelers in Pittsburgh this Thursday night, then the Bucks. Then the Jaguars. So they've got three pretty solid defenses to go up against that are all arguably as good, if not better, than the Falcons. So uh, it's going to be really definitely the Steelers and the Jaguars and the Bucks, even at, at moments, have been really solid. So, um, yeah, it'll be super interesting to see what he can do over the next three weeks. Yeah, I, I just think this was more of a vintage DeAndre Hopkins game. I mean, he did some incredible things in this game. But you do see the arm strength. You do see the talent. And it is interesting. Nebula, one of one, as you see on the screen right here, from Mosaic, 1,200 on, what was that? That was a Saturday sale? That, yeah, that was October 19th. 
So that was actually okay. uh, two Thursdays ago. Yeah, it was like a week and a half ago. And now you have a, a new one of one, the same card here, selling for $3,700 in a buy it now. So theoretically, if that was the same person, well, it, it would have to be, right? I mean, it would have to, so it's a one of one. Yeah, but, oh, is that the same card, you think? Let's see. The Panini Nebula one of one. It sure no, looks like it, man. Is it? That's crazy. Wow, what a flip by whoever this was. If that is the same exact card, holy crap, good stuff, whoever that was. Doubling yeah. up. Actually, what? That's tripling up. That, that's one of the best flips I've seen, quick flips right there. Uh, so for those that are uh, listening, $1,200 card bought, sold for 3700 out the door. So factor in taxes and all that stuff, that's probably 1500 he sold or he bought it at, and then take out all the percentages. That's a double up, right? He's at least yeah. walking away with 3K on on that deal. Good stuff, whoever In that 12 was. 12 days. A 12-day flip. <laughs> that is that is very impressive. Very Obviously very risky, but you know that's the thing. Andy, it doesn't matter who the player is. If you have a black one-of-one, one, that black finite look, it gets the juices flowing. It's the same thing with the gold number to 10, even if you're not that good of a player. And obviously, you know, Will Levis is, is hot right now. But then again, we've seen a lot of Titan quarterbacks with big arms who can't really move, do great things. So I pulled out this Zach Mettenberger card right here, Andy. Look, uh, rookie auto Zach Mettenberger. This now trades for, I think, three or four bucks. So just telling you, uh, Will Levis, buyer beware. Um, Andy, I, I think the next player we, we have to talk about is Brock Purdy, right? Three games in a row, three poor performances. Let me first say this. He should not have played this last Sunday, right? He just shouldn't have played uh, on a Monday night concussion, right? Um, but he just didn't look good. You know, we can get into the debates about how much of it was Brock Purdy, how much of this was the Bengals' defense being very good? They've been very good. We've seen the Bengals shut down many elite offenses uh, in in recent years. But Andy, it's it's Purdy has re regressed some on the field. What have you seen from a football card perspective? Well, in the past thirty days, you see a totally different picture than the one eighty. So, in the past thirty days, the prism has come all the way back down now from that peak of about two hundred, actually three hundred and nineteen dollars there before he went on the losing streak and the interception streak. And now they're about 140, 150 in buy it now and in auction. Uh, so you combine that with the midseason dip that the 49ers are just, uh, you know, the, they're, they're coming back down to earth right at the right time for it to really impact his card values a lot. It's kind of like the perfect storm there. So you can see across the board in the past 30 days, everything is down uh, 20 to 30 percent. But you still go back to the 180 picture, and it's like, all right, the thing, the the base prism PSA 10 still up 58 percent. You know, no. overall, we're still up quite a bit, but he is definitely coming way back down. Still, ways to go though. If you think buying now, it, it's it's okay for the playoffs, but they could potentially get lower over the next two weeks, Carter. They really could, just because they still are up so much from where they were before the season. 
Yeah, so like we discussed here with Brock in, in recent weeks, how different his rookie market is from Kenny Pickett, not only in terms of actual talent, but in terms of just sheer numbers of how many more Pickett rookie cards there are than Brock Purdy just because of the draft capital spent. But yeah, you know, it's always kind of weird with Brock and his rookie cards, Andy. Obviously, um, with uh, these rated rookies, these are him in his practice uniform and in his non correct jersey number right prism in an actual game uniform but not his actual you know jersey number i don't think that matters so much obviously jalen hurts changed his jersey number from one year to the next but it's just you know i've not seen enough right and one thing that i pointed out you know in the in the past was the turnover worthy play rate right pretty turnover worthy play rate has, has always been relatively high it's now that some of these turnovers are actually happening, right? So, you know, let me know in the chat. Are you still a believer in, in Brock? I, I think they kind of ran into a buzzsaw, right? You know, he went up against Kirk Cousins. Before Kirk Cousins, Andy, towards ACL, you look at his EPA numbers, you look at his QBR numbers, Kirk Cousins was elite, right? And Joe Burrow being back to his level of play, I understand you guys can – Laugh at me all you want in the in the comment section. That's fine. Joe's a top five quarterback in the NFL in his current state, right? When, when, now that he's healthy, you tell me a better quarterback performance this past weekend than what he did out of everyone. You know, you can make a case for Herbert and a few others, but um, but Joe is back, and you know, I think Purdy just ran into two really good quarterbacks uh, that were very hungry to win. So, I guess I'm I'm still not going to buy Brock Purdy cards. Andy, I'm still not a believer. But I still like the 49ers moving forward. Do you? I still like the 49ers. And uh, I, I still think they're a playoff team. You know, just look at the strength of the defense. And when the offense, you know, you get Debo healthy. And the offensive line hasn't been great either. If you look at their pass blocking efficiency, it's not, it's not great. They really have uh, one good tackle, Trent Williams. And outside of that, it's like uh, kind of a, a mid-tier type of offensive line. So, yeah, man. Um, still, still a believer in the 49ers. And and if some of these cards, like I'm looking at this press proof premium, which gets demanded quite a bit. If it dips uh too much under a hundred dollars for the PSA 10, I'm definitely gonna become a buyer because I, I I do see this as a playoff team, and I think their cards are gonna go back up. And with Brock Purdy only having the fifteen hundred different cards compared to the Kenny Pickett. Uh, who also, and coincidentally, not a good week for 2022 quarterbacks, I guess. Um, uh, yeah. he, you know, he's got the 5,000 different rookie cards to be in a first rounder. So I still see potential for Brock Purdy to kind of bounce back up real quick. And once we get into the playoffs and he has a, a good perform, has one of those, you know, classic Brock Purdy top five performances, then all of a sudden, you know, it'll start popping off again. And uh, you could potentially, you know, uh, make some nice flips. Um at that time period, but you just got to be prepared. Like if you're buying it now, chances are you be ready to hold it to at least January, maybe draft um, and, and potentially next sept September. You know, that's the good thing about buying into them. You have so many future event markers that you could potentially profit on that. It's, it's relatively safe, especially if you're buying them uh, at around what they were selling for back in July, you know, the Seahawks are five and two, Andy. We told you the Seahawks were going to be a good football team this year. I will say this. They have played 
not great football. I mean, they're not your typical five and two team, right? Um, but I like their schedule. I like the way things, you know, shaped out for them. And, you know, they're, they're five and two. The 49ers are five and three. So NFC West is still kind of wacky. Um, but I still think the 49ers are uh, the best team. We'll talk about one more quarterback here. And it comes in from Leo Rank. Andy, he wants your expertise on his Dak Prescott PC. Dak always been one of the the, the one of the weirdest quarterbacks to talk about in the hobby, Andy. I, I think this is your time to sell, man. Uh, Dak's coming off a, a borderline, you know, career weekend for him, especially when you factor in the past three years of performances like post horrific ankle injury, Dak. You know, and if you look at the next gen stats, his speed has gone down each season. So uh, he suffered some significant injuries that have definitely altered the way he plays today compared to the way he used to play. And I think that a lot of his success it, right now is, is still buoyed by the fact that the Dallas Cowboys have arguably the largest fan base in the entire league in the entire country. And so that's doing quite a bit for Dak and I just I, I look at him as kind of one of these guys um, that may never make it to the big game and actually see the spike in his cards that that uh, I'm kind of looking for. I think they're relatively safe, but at the same time, I've seen some interesting sold uh, $1,000 plus rare rookie auto DAC stuff over this past weekend. Uh, so his market is is doing really well right now, Carter. All things considered. I would consider selling him either right now um, or or heading into the playoffs this year. Um, they should at least grab a wild card spot. Obviously, they're not going to win that division over the Eagles, but they should be able to grab a wild card spot of the NFC, and and that could definitely lead to some interesting um, demand for Dak Prescott's market. Yeah, Dak was uh, a play of the week for me. Like I think seven or eight months ago. I mean, the Cowboys are just so loaded on on offense right you saw cd lamb just go off and you know jake ferguson is playing okay now that they let dalton schultz uh out what's very interesting andy it's is tony pollard's not even going off right it's it's really been the dak show and and the michael parsons show right so dak is a, a top 10 quarterback in the nfl i do agree though that the playoffs is where the Cowboys normally fold. And when it comes playoff time, Andy, everyone's going to be like, well, we tried to tell you, right? So once again, that's a, that's a weird sale right there. What is that? Uh, a thousand? Yeah, this something's not adding up on this one. That's a, an anomaly. Uh, but it, yeah, it's, it's showing a $1,100 sold Prism PSA 10 for Dak, but the current trend on that card is lower than Jared Goff. It's it's about, um, you know, you can see some there at the end of September for 210. But now look at where we're at. Even October 30th, uh, which is yesterday, right? You're still getting a $108 sold auction and a $122 auction. If you, if you told somebody that the Dak Prescott Silver Prism PSA 10 sold for $100 back in, um, you know, uh, 2020, people would have thought you were insane. Right. So, you know, cause that was a four, $450, card at its peak back there. And you can see it's just kind of slowly came back down to normal. And then there's been a lot of ups and downs for Dak. 
you know, the demand is still there. You can see there's 1,400 of these. I mean, there's twice as many Dak Prescott Prism PSA 10s as there is Jared Goff. So he's been a highly submitted player. A lot of people collect him. Shout out to Leo Rank here at the PC. But um, yeah, I, I think you're. I think right now Dak is like a, a really nice playoff flip because he's probably going to be on the Cowboys for a little while. I mean, he's got a massive yeah. contract with them now. So and he's not playing bad enough to where they need to move on from. He's got, he has these big games. They got a lot of uh, good players on defense. And, you know, so it's just – but is he ever going to be able to keep up in a high-scoring affair with, with teams like the Eagles and the Bengals? You know, it's just – you're Carter, I'm with you, man. I, I think he's a playoff flip and, and not trying to get too greedy with Dak and – Hopefully you can make some profit, especially you look at right now. I mean, he's pretty much at uh, 52 week lows. You know, at, at this price point, I'm a buyer for for a Dak yeah. Silver Prism PSA 10, just because I remember buying them raw for this price back in 2020. And uh, you look at the Jared Goff market. I mean, it's just it's a lot higher. I mean, that's a two hundred dollar plus card. And that makes no sense at all. Right. Because they are not even close in terms of talent. Uh, Dak is way better than Jared Goff, uh, if you if you ask me. Um, so yeah, I I don't I don't quite get that. I I don't get that discrepancy from from this perspective. I understand the Lions are going to win the division and more than likely you know host uh, playoff games, right? So that is one thing, but. I, I, I don't think Jared Goff is, is better than Dak Prescott. I don't think, especially, that it's a $100 discrepancy. But one thing, Andy, that you always talk about is pop counts. You see right here, Jared Goff, a 524 pop, PSA 10. Dak, as you just saw a minute ago, 1,400 PSA 10. So that, that probably plays a role in this, too. Yeah, and Jared Goff actually has more rookie cards from 2016 than right. Dak does because of the draft capital, but it's still not a lot. Like we we talked about the numbers from 2016 till now, it's massive. Like Jared Goff's around that 15 to 1800 range, around that same Brock Purdy range, not the 5000 first round quarterback of today type range. So there there and and Dak is probably like around closer to 12 to 1300 different rookie cards. So there's uh, there's a difference there, but you can see uh, how much Dak has been hyped up in the past. And I, I think that's it. I think there's just a lot of people that have soured on his market, whereas people are are starting to come around, especially new collectors and Lions fans that are now, you know, in total belief that this is their year. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of guys that are that are totally committed and invested in the Lions this year. Uh, so. I think you can kind of see that. I think that's what you're kind of seeing in this. And and it also helps that Jared Goff has a lower pop for sure. Whew. Let's talk some uh, new releases. I see some people um, disagree with my deck and, and golf take. Yeah. I, I think some of it is just the, 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 the pop count discrepancy. I wouldn't have thought it would have been that big of a difference, but it also kind of makes sense, right? Because, Dak was still the quarterback of the Cowboys when the 2020 boom probably hit, and there probably was more submissions uh, around that uh, around that time. So there you go. Um, Andy, your thoughts on new releases, Donruss, and 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 the like? 
Yeah, that's that's a big set. That's going to make a huge impact. That Panini Origins is, is going to be released soon. And Carter, they've announced uh, they've released the artist proofs for Panini Prism. I'm not sure if you've seen the Panini Prism design, but um, I, pull, a lot of guys, up. a lot of guys aren't really digging it. Pull it up. I, I've I've seen it, but I want everyone else to see it as well. Um, let, let me let me say this about Donruss because Prism is around the corner and these proofs are out there. Just kind of be careful. One other thing, and and this is going to be my my hobby tip of the week is actually I'll save it for hobby tip of the week. But still, um, it's 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 interesting. Uh, Donruss, I'm I'm always kind of in the middle on that set just because that rated rookie logo is just so freaking iconic. Uh, but you know, you also got optic and all that stuff that that makes uh, that that gets some rated rookie products as well. So I'm always uh, kind of just in the middle. But for me, Andy, I'm excited about Donruss. I'm excited about it. But also, we we need we need some of these rookies and younger quarterbacks to start playing better. Uh, for sure, for sure. And I would say you're going to have a pretty big influx of RPAs coming in the market too. Certified also comes out here uh, November 10th. And uh, like we mentioned, Panini Origins, both of those hobby-only products, and they have a lot of RPAs and uh, serial-numbered cards. Uh, Certified's huge on on serial-numbered cards. On most, almost all their cards in there are serial-numbered. It's, it's still a mid-tier set, even though it's pro-uniform and a lot of Serial number. Um, right now, I would I would actually put it in the top ten. Uh, you know, be a lot of the a lot of certified is going to be ripped and and broken by breakers, and it's going to circulate onto eBay. And so that'll be a nice influx of RPAs for. Well, it's it's not going to have Levis. It's not going to have Levis, uh, Stroud, or Young because of those Fanatics exclusive contracts. You're going to have to stick with the um, the tops products or check out Fanatics website to maybe get. A um, an event signed uh, <laughs> card from Panini that Fanatics witnessed. Yeah, I hope we don't. I I, I hope we don't do that. <laughs> Phoenix uh, on December first. That's always a pretty popular set. A lot of fans of that design, uh, and it'll resell pretty decent until um, the rest of these sets out. Uh, absolute December thirteenth, Carter. Those are your kabooms. Are you a kaboom or downtown guy? Which which one do you like better? I, I own more kabooms. Uh, I've never owned a downtown, but I actually do love the downtown, like Louisiana stuff that I've always tried to get my hands on, on one of those. What about you? I I have a downtown Gronk. I really like the laser downtowns from Optic. Um, those are those are probably one of my favorite cards, but I still am am chasing a kaboom. I haven't bought one yet, and that is one card that uh, I really, really want to get is a kaboom. So let's see these prism designs. I want everyone's thoughts on it. All right. Um, I I I gotta be real, Andy. I'll get my thoughts as you pull it up. It's so, okay. so the release dates have not been announced yet for it, which is why it's not on the distributor's website. But I'm glad I, I went there because I, I, you know, found that they have announced a couple of new release dates for like uh, Absolute. And Donruss has been pushed back all the way to uh, right before Christmas. So the release schedule is somewhat dynamic and it's it's kind of quickly populating here. So. 
Yeah, you know what's weird? I I have a uh, I'm looking at a few proofs now. Uh, I saw some proofs where there's Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud, um, and I don't see a rookie card logo on on the proof, um, but which is kind of weird. But I do see one on the Bijan Robinson card, which is once again strange. So yeah, it's. I don't know. It's it's a little bizarre. There's that. no way they would screw this up so bad they didn't forget to put rookie card shields on on stuff like this. Like that would be just nuts. I hope they don't regress to like 2018 Panini where they did all that stuff. Um, I, I'm I was hoping that experiment was over and we kind of standardized that rookie card shield is important. So put it on anything that's licensed and and printed in the first year of a player's career. Yeah, yeah, dude, I, I'm going to be honest. I love this prism design compared to last year's. I really do. But you got to have a rookie card shield. You, you, you just do. On, on that is a huge bummer. Uh, if we don't get uh, the, the the rookie card shield. Now, I will say I am a buyer of the Joe Burrow Jamar Chase Color Blast card. Uh, so let me know if you find it. Um, and if you want to, oh, that legend's Drew Brees back to back. Oh, that's doing things to my body this early in the morning, huh? 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 Uh, but yeah, uh, you, you gotta have the rookie card logo, and you, I gotta have that Joe Burrow Jamar Chase color blast. Look at that, looks beautiful. Yeah, those are those are awesome, man. Th that, that's definitely a show card for you, right there, Carter. Look at that, it's gonna be in high demand. And get it, get them both to auto it. Oh boy, that'd be nasty. Uh, but yeah, you know, I, I'm always a Prism fan. I always am. Last year, I wasn't really a huge fan of the 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 design, and the year before, I was kind of just in in the middle. Right, 2020 Prism is always going to be my favorite. I understand I'm biased, but still. Andy, your thoughts on the Prism design? It's all right. You know, it, 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 it grows on me once I get it in hand. Uh, I, I have a different take on it right now. Looking at the artist proof, I'm not a big fan, but it, I'm like, eh, it's all right. But then I get it in hand and I, t I typically my perception changes. Um, I don't know. I think I take into like the, the thickness of the card and, and the type of uh, chromium finish that they have on the top. Like I, all those things kind of work together. Uh, for me to give it like a, you know, one out of 10 kind of grade. As now, before, my now, now I'll tell you this. Okay. Uh, before we get to uh hobby tip of the week, Andy, let's go to hella relish. Okay. This is a good question. I know this is kind of a sore subject for you because you're a Florida Gator and your guy, Anthony Richardson uh, got hurt. What would you do in this situation, Andy? Hella Relish says he's got a prism draft pick, Anthony Richardson, number to five. Should he sell or keep till the next season? Dang, man. That's a tough one because you have the scarcity, but it is a draft pick card, and uh, you really want to sell right now. But, of course, the market's down. I Honestly, I think I would sell right now only because there's going to be so many more cards for Anthony Richardson being a, a, a fourth overall pick and being the only like elite quarterback from this draft class that that has a Panini contract to sign autographs on Panini cards. That's huge. So 
I feel like a lot of his Panini, so I feel like they're going to print more RPAs of Anthony Richardson and more just rare cards because they're trying to make up for the fact they can't get all those cards for Bryce Young and CJ Stroud and Will Levis. So uh, I would I would try and even if the if it's a break even or a ten to twenty percent loss on this card, I would try and sell it now. Yeah, I don't know how the Fanatics exclusives actually work. I mean, we both know Bryce Young and CJ Stroud are very much in with Fanatics. I'm also pretty sure Anthony Richardson is as well. It might not be the same like contract, right? Because I saw AR, you know, hanging with Tom Brady and and uh, Michael Rubin, and obviously Brady is a big Fanatics guy himself. So here's something else I would say, hella relish. I if this was like a rare Anthony Richardson number to ninety nine, I'd feel a little bit different about it. But if it is numbered to five. I would buy it now, set a buy it now. Because I think if it's numbered to five, there's always going to be some kind of demand uh, for it. Uh, but hella relish, I'd love to see the card. Send me a photo um, in our Discord if you are a member of the Patreon, which you should be, patreon.com slash football cards. Or send it to me at Card of the Power, at Power LSU. I might have a buyer for you. So uh, let me know. Um... What do you think about this right here, Carter? Here's uh, Anthony Richardson, uh, Prism Draft Picks Manga. <laughs> look at this. Uh, look at this photo. <laughs> that is absurd, and I love it. Uh, That's it's a, cool, right? It's supposed to be cartoonishy, so it's not always going to look like just like him. But yeah, eight thirty. So let's just say if you're getting eight thirty for uh, Anthony Richardson number to five, I'm taking that. Uh, once again, I need to see the card first before I give you like my full advice. But oh, there it is, right there. That that could be it. Uh, number to five. Uh, not that one. The next one up, Andy. Next one up. Oh, uh, that's out of fifteen. Oh, out of fifteen. Okay, that's my bad. But yeah, I mean, I guess number to five would go around this. Yeah, I might, I might just sell it now. Honestly, if these are going for draft picks. These are all these are all earlier in the um, in the year though. This is oh, this okay. is all like at the beginning of the season. So I'm filtering from the top down of looking at his highest draft picks transactions, and you, you can see they're all beginning of September. So just uh, FYI. Okay. The color well, blast is is probably let's see it's it's it, this one sold 16th, so 270 compared to uh, 400. Earlier in the season, 405 there. So, yeah, it's a good example of always just moving it right when release date, especially if it's a college uni card. So, hella relish, uh, post a link in here. I, I don't, I don't mind doing that. Uh, I don't mind. Do you mind looking at it, Andy? I don't mind looking at it. No, not at all. I'll post a link in here. Um, Let's go to uh, let's let's go to Bob while we wait for hella relish here. I'll answer this, Andy. Why you still look at Samantha Richardson stuff? I bet oh, you it's sorry. this one. Sorry. Go ahead, Carter. No, 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 no. Here we go. I think this is, yeah, it's yeah, probably I bet this. you it's this one. It's it's the green field level. It's selling at the, before the season for 250. The problem is uh, it's we're probably not going to find any more out of, you know, that have sold since then because if guys were buying or paying 250 for it then right now if you go off the math of the color blast, you're probably only going to get 100 to 150 for it. So yeah, yeah, Andy, I'd I'd move it also for for this reason. I don't know how big of an effect this would have on it. 
but Anthony Richardson really wasn't that great in college, right? Like, I mean, he was a six and six quarterback. Uh, you know, it's like Florida's, I mean, Florida fans are always going to love Anthony Richardson, right? But I do feel like a Florida fan's relationship with Anthony Richardson is different than an Alabama's fan relationship with Bryce Young or an LSU's fan with uh, Joe Burrow because they just have more success, right? Um, you know, uh, it, it's kind of like the same thing with Will Levis, right? If you have a Will Levis card of any kind in a Kentucky uniform, you better move that SOB right now, right? There, I mean, Kentucky fans don't care about football. They're their basketball school, right? Uh, you know, they're like, Will, who I only know who John Wall and Devin Booker is, right? So, uh, so yeah, uh, let's, let's, let's take one more here from John. Is it time to invest in Stetson Bennett? Uh, I don't, I, yeah, I mean, it's never a bad idea, like just terrible idea. I would say no, cause he's a rookie, right. And he's got some fame from college, but at the same time, I mean, he was, he's not given a starting opportunity behind Stafford. Now, maybe he will be. If um, uh, what's his name, Brett Ripien does bad enough, right? That's uh, the backup there. He yeah, came in for Stafford this past weekend. Yeah, Stet- here's the thing about Stetson, right? Th- there, there are some attitude kind of things with him, right? And you know, when you're buying cards or someone that that has some of these like off the field kinds of things you you always got to be careful right because there's a lot of things that you know they're truly out of your control right of course you know most quarterbacks are on the straight and narrow because that's just how quarterbacks are but i will say this i still think stetson could play i do i think he could you know he's not he's not a big guy he doesn't have a cannon arm but if you can get him at the basement i'm very interested um, I'm I'm very very interested, but I'm not sure, you know, if it'll be with the Rams per se because once again, you know, he's he's uh he's a little entitled, right? And Georgia fans come at me all you want, that's fine, but you know, I just, I don't I don't have a whole lot of patience uh, with that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, whatever the case may be, uh. You know, Stetson always had this kind of this arrogance uh, about him. But, you know, I I wish him nothing but the best because I, I did a lot of fantasy content on how high of a believer I was in him as an NFL draft prospect. So I hope for the best. I loved Stetson Bennett in college because, Andy, I'm always biased towards walk-ons, right? This is a guy who truly freaking grinded his way to the top. Um, But, yeah, you know. Hopefully everything, you know, works itself out uh, off the field. And this is a humbling experience. Uh, and he gets another shot. Yeah, I'm reading this this little news blip from 17 hours ago from Sean McVay's probably less likely to return to the team in 2023. So, you know, with, with that, I, I would not buy him right now because I'd wait till all the sets come out. Plus, he's a backup and then Stafford will be back. So, yeah, I, I don't think... Uh, Stetson Bennett is a play right now at all. I'm buying. I, I got to get my hands on some because I was a Stetson Stequavius, uh super fan uh, when he was at Georgia. 
But I'm always biased towards uh, SEC quarterbacks in general, especially ones that are walk-ons and you have to transfer and grind your way to the top. Um, but I'll tell you this. There's another Georgia quarterback moving up the ranks who also wasn't the most highly recruited guy in the world. His name is Carson Beck, Andy. Uh, he's like Stetson. He got a uh, a buzz cut before the season, and he is balling, okay? Um, I have a ton of, like, these Brock Bowers refractors. Guess what, Andy? Brock Bowers is hurt right now. He's hurt. Carson Beck, no problem. Kid came in and lit up your Florida Gators. So watch out. Watch out for the Carson Beck hype train. Um, but yeah, I'm cheering for I'm cheering for Stetson, and uh, I I'm buying. I'm definitely buying. Um, Is Beck another 2024 draft eligible quarterback? Yeah, I think yeah he's eligible now. So if he if he balls out, he he could enter uh, the NFL draft. And he's so, in 2023 Bowman Chrome University. He's and got his um, fuchsia mini diamond first. It looks like a pink refractor to me, but I guess it's like a pink uh, sparkle sold for forty five. Uh, it looks like some. Looks like his market's starting to heat up a little bit. I mean, this this right here. That's a steal. That's look at that. It was sold for thirty, so not. Oh. It was it was one of those auctions that has the offer button on it, so you can kind of try and close oh, it okay. out right then. But if I'm looking at these prices and and I'm comparing, if this guy's going to go in, let's say the first three rounds, these prices are going up. These prices are going to go more into that Hendon Hooker range right at draft time, which was around eighty dollars for a card like this, uh, a Bowman Chrome University first. So there is absolutely potential. Uh, Carter, I got to ask you, man. I mean, aren't we up to like five or six quarterbacks projected to be drafted in the first and second round next year? Yeah, so obviously a sore subject for me. Jaden Daniels is not in Bowman Chrome, but Jaden is definitely a first-round quarterback right now. Um, and, like, you know, when you talk about SEC quarterbacks, nobody comes close to Jaden. No, in college football, no one's coming close to Jaden Daniels uh, right now, okay? Um, but just no Bowman uniforms, uh, very few LSU uniform cards, and – um yeah it stinks absolutely stinks I, I mean i have one right here um but still not not good not good huh? Huh? huh yeah you know when people are making custom aco cards uh <laughs> he, he, he needs some more cards in the market i mean tops tops now could step up and make a tops now i'm sure they will if he signs a fanatics deal um or panini will come out with a with an instant they'll have the draft night instant. I, I just think, you know, it stinks that the only thing that's going to be out there for him is like the Leaf and Pro Set, all this stuff from Leaf and Sage and maybe maybe something from Onyx or uh, – uh, no, we don't even get maybe something from Onyx here. So, man, it's it's going to be tough to invest in him before the draft. But it's, it's wild how many – quarterbacks because you have big decisions now like with Kirk Cousins going down with the with the Achilles tear like you mentioned and he's going to hit free agency so there's a potential situation where the Vikings draft Jaden Daniels and he's uh paired with the the former LSU great Justin Jefferson and uh I mean it's just interesting to see what the Vikings do I think the Vikings are at a massive decision point 
this this year with Kirk Cousins now, especially getting injured after stringing together a few wins. They thought they got their season back on track, and now he's done. And Jaron Hall came in, and I mean, he didn't show anything that could mm-hmm. potentially help them win games. So, man. Mm-mm. Kevin says he's listening to us from work. There you go, Kevin. This is what we do. We get you guys fired at your jobs. That's that's our that's our goal. <laughs> um, so let's get into hobby tip of the week. Andy, mine's gonna be quick, short, sweet, to the point. There is product on your local shelves, right? I keep seeing these photos from everywhere. I walk into my Walmart, I'm seeing draft pick mega boxes with dust on them just sitting right there andy never thought i'd see the day um it's interesting so if you want product go to your local walmart target more than likely uh you're you're going to uh see some all right andy your tip uh my tip is going to be related to ebay listings if you're having a difficulty getting your listing to pop up in the top of search results obviously promotion helps but there's actually um there's multiple factors to the ebay algorithm and one of those is how new is your listing so if the promotion alone doesn't help you out you gotta delete the listing and start it over hopefully you've already got the pictures on your phone but if you've had to buy it now for example uh, let's just say a Lamar Jackson prism. I, I did this exercise last week. You got to buy it now of a Lamar Jackson prism and you're not getting any views and you're competitively priced and you go to the available listings and you've got to scroll down all the way uh, to the 20th, 5th listing to find your card. Then and you need to go ahead and end that listing and start a new one because eBay boosts up new listings as well as new listings that are promoted. So it's kind of like a... Um, it's kind of like a dual threat, you know, boosting there. But you you, you gotta you gotta do both of those to really capitalize on the eBay algorithm. So just a little tip: if you guys are having difficulty selling some of your premium cards that are listed in a buy it now, right now, revisit them. Don't just revise pricing or um, or, or uh, uh, add promotional rate to them. Actually, delete the listing and start a new one with the revised pricing, the promotional rate. This might sound dated, Andy, but it is a trade deadline today. Jets pick up the phone and go get Ryan Tannehill. Falcons pick up the phone, go get Ryan Tannehill. Somebody go get Ryan Tannehill, right? He's 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 ripe for a contender. Someone um someone someone get after it. I don't think they want to pick up the baggage that he's got, though. I think they're going to be on the hook for at least thirteen million. Now he's 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 didn't he didn't he injure the same ankle that he injured before, where he broke his ankle and, and he missed almost the whole year. So, I mean, I th- I think that Ryan, I would be after Justin Fields. I would be calling the Bears because Justin Fields is going to be back in a couple weeks. If I was the Falcons, I would be calling the Bears and be like, "Look, this kid Tyson Badgett's not bad." Uh, you could ride him out to the number one overall pick. You get the number two overall pick or the number one overall pick from the Panthers. You can draft your pick of the litter next year out of the the ten, you know, superstar quarterbacks that are coming out of college football that have taken a ton of snaps. And you know, we're I think we're kind of officially in this post-COVID era where you don't have the you haven't had these shortened college football seasons now since what 2021. So we're 
we're a couple years removed from that. And, um, and that, I think that's one of the reasons why Tyson Badgett, you know, talking about how much uh, football he's played before now, which is why he kind of seamlessly transitioned in and uh, did a pretty good job, you know, uh, and I thought he still played pretty decent um, on Sunday night. It was just, they were just outmatched and everything. So, and plus he had a couple big drops uh, from some great Tyson Badgett throws. So if I was the Falcons, I would be calling to try and get Justin Fields and uh, give give it give Chicago some more draft capital to go, um, you know, get get a wide receiver in in a quarterback or get a quarterback and a defensive lineman or offensive lineman next year early in the draft. And they can maybe get three guys in the top ten picks if they play this right. If you know for Justin Fields, so. One of our sharpest viewers, Chad and uh, Kevin, are are talking to AJ Brown here, Andy. Oof. Well, real quick, before we talk about A.J. Brown, let's let our man Paul Hickey from NoOffSeason.com right. give his hobby tip of the week. What's up, Football Card Quest? I'm Paul Hickey, co-host of the Sports Card Strategy Show right here on the NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network. Andy and Carter, here's my hobby tip of the week. It's the second chance offer on eBay. If this is something that you guys have already talked about on the card quest, the football card quest, I apologize. But the second chance offer is something that comes up often in our world at the Sports Card Strategy Show. That is what you use on eBay. If you sell an item in an auction for the price that you really wanted to sell it for, but your buyer doesn't pay, you can initiate a second chance offer to the next highest bidder or really to any of the bidders for whatever price you want to offer it to them for. So in theory, if your second highest bidder was close enough to your highest bidder and you're willing to offer it to them for the price of their bid, in theory, they should accept that and they should be really happy with that. So you can find your listing in my eBay selling activity or seller hub, select second chance offer from more actions and then continue. Then make sure you select the quantity of items you have to sell, the duration of the offer and the bidders that you want to send offers to and click continue. Hopefully you'll get the money for that card that the other crappy buyer didn't pay you for. Everybody, I'm Paul Hickey with NoOffSeason.com and the Sports Card Strategy Show. Thanks for having me on the football card quest for my hobby tip of the week. Everybody, go make some money flipping football cards. Have a great day. I didn't know that, Carter. I, I dude, he, he his hobby tips are like ten times better than any of us, <laughs> and and he's he's the one he's the one that 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 said we need those guys' expertise uh, on on the network. So uh, that's why we're happy to be a part in the NoOffSeason.com. I didn't know that either. I didn't know you could do uh, a second chance offer on a non-payer. That's that's good stuff right there. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's chat some AJ Brown, Andy, as far as like his football cards are concerned. Um, you, you know what's interesting? I actually saw a a relatively high amount of AJ Brown like big collectors at the national. That kind of shocked me uh, to to a certain extent. But dang gum, he, he's been outside of Tyreek Andy, the, the the best receiver in football. Um, Kind of a weird market, though, that that 2019 year, as, as you mentioned, Andy, can can get a little strange. Yeah, it can get a little strange. And it's important to consider the fact he's in Titans uniforms, which right. are totally different than the Eagles. And uh, 
I, I, you can see in his largest transactions in the past 90 days have been in Eagles uniforms, including this 2022 flawless one of one NFL shield. This just sold yesterday for $3,150. Of course, it's I mean, it's got everything you want. The NFL shield patch, which is like the NBA logo man for football. You got one of one right on the front carter and the AB11 autograph. I mean, this card should be getting you real excited right now if you're yeah, in no, AJ man. Brown. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, I that's always a debate that you and I, Andy, have had. Like, do you really want a card of someone in a in a different uniform if what you uh, know about them is the uh, is the Eagles, right? That's a little bit different because AJ Brown was dominant with the Titans, and his rookie card will always be his rookie card. But you know, if if I which is rushing to go buy an AJ Brown card, I I probably wanted in a, in an Eagles uniform. What what say you, Chad? And what say you, Andy? Yeah, man, this is such a tough one. I think if I can find a rare card, like if I was gonna if I was gonna attack the AJ Brown market with um say like a hundred dollars, now I'm gonna go to his 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 rookie card market and try and maybe get a rookie ticket auto raw or you know you can see the field level silvers which are up 15% but PSA 10 that's around a hundred bucks um, his prism PSA 10 still around 50 and I checked that is about twice as much as what DK Metcalf is right now. So that, I think that's always a good marker is to compare AJ Brown and DK Metcalf's uh, markets uh, against one another. Um, so, you know, you can see that uh, AJ Brown is significantly higher than him, which does make sense, but such a, a, a low graded market, like a small graded market for AJ Brown. I like attacking that or potentially attacking the optic hollows, which for AJ Brown, have some nice scarcity, but they're still in that sub $20 range. And right. so that's what that's what then leads me to like, huh, I wonder what the the primary market is then for AJ Brown. And so you, you go and look at which ones have the largest resale value, and those are all in Eagles uniforms 2022. So that tells me like if I was going to go big on an AJ Brown card from a collection standpoint, I, I would uh, target one of these 2022 ultra rare um, AJ Brown cards. Like, I mean, here's his one of one from and a lot of it's 2022 and $850 PSA eight. So basically raw, maybe a little bit less than raw, but man. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's where I'm kind of at on AJ Brown. It kind of depends on your bankroll, but if I had, you know, four or $500 I want to spend, I'd probably go for the Eagles a variation of AJ Brown, just target ultra ultra rare cards from last year. Um, or if, if I had like a hundred dollars, I would invest in like the optic hollows for less than 20 field level silvers in that range, or, or maybe, a, a rookie ticket auto, if I could get it for anything under a hundred. Mm, mm, mm. Who would you rather have? Who would you rather have? Didn't mean to interrupt you, but who would you rather have between AJ Brown and Tyree kill? Who do you think is the better receiver in the NFL? Tyreek, it's not even close. What? Not even, not even close, man. That's see, see Tyreek is 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 fast and everything, and he's the cheetah, and like he can he can evade like crazy. But AJ Brown is bigger. He's more powerful. I mean, look at that that one handed catch AJ Brown had on Sunday. I mean, it's like Jalen Hurts could throw it low, he could throw it high. AJ Brown gets it wherever it's at, and 
I don't know, man. I'm interested to see the separation numbers when the season's over because I feel like A.J. Brown might be a little bit better just all purpose. Okay. If I were ranking the NFL wide receivers, okay, I I would put number one, Tyreek Hill. I would put Jets number two. I would still put Jamar Chase number three and A.J. Brown number four. Now, A.J. Brown is having a better season than either one of my LSU guys. But I will also say this. A.J. Brown at ADP this year is killing, right? Um, So if you're a fantasy player, he's obviously giving you the most ROI because I remember on some of the ESPN leagues, Andy, A.J. Brown was like – the the pre-draft 18th pick i was like what the hell what what are they basing this uh this off of uh but yeah i i, I am a fan though I, I i am a fan so our hype our hype score takes into account how well they've exceeded expectations compared to what they were projected to do then it also takes into account the team fan base the power ranking the draft capital and age of the player as well uh, so you can see we've got them ranked A.J. Brown 1, George Pickens 2, Tyree Kill 3, Jamar Chase 4, Justin Jefferson has slid to 5. He was at 1 earlier in the season. Uh, so it, it's it's interesting. It's pretty close there to your ranking, but because Tyree Kill doesn't quite have the draft capital, I think, and, and he's a little bit older, uh, that's why he's he's down here at number 3. And Pickens, man, he is just like – his his values um on average you see some crazy transact i've seen crazier transaction for pickens than garrett wilson late like garrett wilson has actually dropped quite a bit but maybe he'll get a quarterback back by playoff time seems like rogers is is maybe gonna make a, a resurgence here by playoff time which could make him an interesting play right now but yeah the wide receiver market is lit right now yeah, and and the the hard thing about it for some football card collectors when it comes to wide receivers is one thing you th- that some collectors want to target is are they going to make the Hall of Fame? Okay, and there are a lot of receivers that are in this kind of yeah he's not a Hall of Famer for certain, but he is a Hall of Famer, right? Like, and I think of the guys that are currently playing the only wide receiver that is a surefire first time lock is Tyree kill, right? We can get into a debate about Deandre Hopkins. We can get into a debate about your guy, Mike Evans. Um, I think Mike does get in though. And then also uh, Keenan Allen, right? It's, it's a little bit more of a long shot, but there are a lot of these receivers, Andy, that are kind of in this middle-ish tier. But I think this season makes me feel pretty comfortable that A.J. Brown is going to get there, right? Because he is young. We expect at least two more seasons of all-pro action. We know the connection with him and uh, Jalen Hurd. So I I feel pretty good uh, about A.J. making there, uh, getting there eventually. Yeah, and I think, you know, with the take into consideration, this is Jason Kelsey's last year. He's I think the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. They're going to win it. There's a chance that A.J. Brown could be the MVP of the Super Bowl. You know, so that would only amplify his Eagles. He makes catches like he did Sunday. 
uh, in the Super Bowl. I mean, it's it's on. I, I think what was the, when was the last time we had a receiver as a Super Bowl MVP? It was Cooper Cup. Yeah, it was Cooper Cup just um, a couple of years ago. But yeah, well, uh, well, I'll say this, Andy. AJ Brown made a catch in the Super Bowl last year for a touchdown that was absolutely ridiculous. Where he had to, you know, uh, change the, the 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 ball to weird flight. The DB had kind of a weird play on it. So yeah, I mean, AJ is definitely like bona fide top five guy uh, in in the NFL right now. Um, one other thing that we got right on here, all right, is last year when Jalen Hurts was leading the Eagles on that run. What did we say? that the Eagles were going to run it back, okay? And we don't know if they'll get to the Super Bowl, but Andy, did we not say that, that the Eagles are here to stay repeatedly, okay? Mm -hmm. So if you bought Jalen Hurts then, even if it was on the ascent, guess what? The Eagles aren't going anywhere, right? And I think at this point, I don't feel as confident that, that they will run it back next year, uh, but I still feel pretty confident about their future regardless. So um, what a player, what, what a team uh, the Eagles have with Howie and, and, um, and, and, and Sirianni and those guys. So good stuff. Now, Andy, it's that time, baby. It's that time. It's the time that people look forward to each and every week. It's play of the week, baby. And, I actually want to do it a little bit different in the chat right now. Do you have a play on your mind? Let us know. Okay, Andy, play of the week. Let's hear it. Uh, well, you know, I, there's a variety of plays to make right now. You could go with guys that are exceeding expectations on teams that are expected to make the playoffs and still potentially buy low. Like, um, there's good plays like that. Like Devonta Smith is a, is a perfect example. I, I mean, he plays like he's built like an AJ Brown, but he's really only like 180 pounds. You know, this guy <laughs> plays, I mean, I see him hold on to the ball and take big hits and he just always pops back up, knock on wood. But I mean, he's a super tough, incredible wide receiver. It's crazy how talent, how much talent they have in that wide receiver room for the Eagles that are, like we just mentioned, I, I think they're going to run it back this year um, out of the NFC, but, um, you know, it's yet to be seen. Another guy that's just gone up a tremendous amount that you can still get into for very low. Like, if you didn't want to take on the risk of buying a A.J. Brown rookie ticket auto for close to $100 or maybe more at this point, maybe more like 150 you know, you could get yourself a guy like Nico Collins. We've seen that the Texans offense is going to be competitive, even though C.J. Stroud had a tough week this past week against the Panthers, um, got beat by Bryce Young. But um, that was, that. you know, that was very, uh, I think, game script, uh, situational dependent there. And I think that, you know, with Bobby Slowick and this offense in, the, in Houston, um, I, I really like Nico Collins. He's now number four in yards per route run. So just from a ADP standpoint, going from a 10th to 12th round a fantasy wide receiver to next year, probably people drafting him in the third round type range. And he's already had almost 600 receiving yards. So he's not, you know, too far behind the elite guys uh, with an average of 17.5 yards per reception overall, the wide receiver 17 per game. But um, he's getting high quality targets and CJ Stroud is a, is a good passer, man. So um, Nico Collins and, and getting his rookie ticket auto for $20. That's the, like, that's the ultimate kicker. Carter's like, 
boom, then let me let me get that card on the low, especially with the midseason dip and them coming off a loss now to the Panthers. They just not able to get those wins strung together. So a guy like Nico Collins going totally under the radar right now as one of the best wide receiver by lows because I look at him uh, as more of a buy for September of next year. You know, he's going to be touted in training camp as the as the alpha. He finished as the, the wide receiver 12, like a, a wide receiver one. All of a sudden, he's being talked about in almost every fantasy by low video and and as a you know a, a, a wide receiver that you can feel confident drafting in the top three rounds and as a result his card values go up a lot because of that i am gonna go with aiden o'connell here andy i don't believe in him per se but they, they've got to play him right jimmy g last night that was one of the worst quarterback performances I've I've seen okay, and it goes back to something we brought up uh, once again. We brought a few weeks ago with Chad. This was a, a clear uh, buying opportunity um, with with Jimmy G being the starter and Jimmy G not being the absolute perfect fit for what McDaniel's wants to do offensively. Um, Aiden O'Connell has got to play. You you can't miss Devonte Adams as open as Devonte Adams was last night. Twice, both of those Andes would have been touchdowns, uh, easy touchdowns. So if you're sitting on Tomaine O'Connell or if you're listening to this live, go take a look at some um, in listings. And if he has any type of good game, you, you're, you're going to get a little bit of a badging effect with uh, some uh, some draft capital. So uh, that that one's just pretty clear uh, to, to, to me. Now, once again, I, I looked at his autos this morning. I mean, they ran. I saw one go for three hundred, but that was a gold mosaic number to ten auto. You can get anything from twenty to to, to forty range. That's obviously worth it because if he goes out there and has even one game, that card goes to at least a hundo, right? Especially a team like the Raiders who are dying for a quarterback and who have a massive fan base, right? The Raiders. Definitely one of the top half brands in the NFL. Not one of the top five, I would consider, but a rabid fan base that are hungry for a quarterback. And he's got the mustache. and can't go wrong with the the, the, the porn stash there. So, uh, yeah, Aino Aino, Aino O'Connell. Uh, not a true believer, but I kind of like the, the the football card situation here. I got to share one more play because I talked about it yesterday uh, morning on Sports Car Strategy Show with Paul Hickey and the guys. And, and that is just the fact that, and, and we already talked about them earlier in the stream, but we didn't actually uh, highlight specific auctions that have ended this week for Justin Fields. But we have officially hit career rookie card low prices for Justin Fields. And I, I think that is a, I, th I think that is a over um, correction from the hobby. And I think he's a great opportunity you know, a lot of you guys tune in to buy quarterbacks. Well, it, I don't think it gets any better than buying Justin Fields right now. It's not the sexy pick because his thumb is injured and he's been overshadowed by Tyson Badgett the past couple weeks. And you have uh, what is a failing franchise in 2023 in the Chicago Bears. But it's all about the fan base, the athletic ability. If you look at Justin Fields before he got injured, he was on pace to shatter all of his numbers the past uh, two years. I mean, he has a higher completion percentage. He has a higher uh, yards per attempt. Uh, he he already had 11 passing touchdowns and his high from 2022 was 17. So 
he was on track to break all of his his career numbers, a top 10 fantasy quarterback. And check this out, Carter. I mean, a Spectra rookie patch auto with a rookie auto for a, a quarterback of his caliber for $120? This is an auction that ended last night. And then you have a National Treasures, a National Treasures card that should be thousands of dollars for an elite quarterback out of 99 sealed by panini here sold for six hundred dollars in an auction yesterday and and uh you know i i saw a bunch of these i saw his optic hollow psa 10 hit um hit rock bottom 52 week low 69 dollar auction sunday night so it's just crazy crazy good opportunity you know you may end up sitting on it if the bears do nothing with fields you sit on it till next september um, or just the rumors alone will will cause his his cards to go up around draft time, and um, you, you can make money on them. Then there's just so many future markers of of events that you could profit on Justin Fields cards. Huge fan base too, Ohio State um, and Chicago. I mean, it's just crazy. Um, so I, I look at the chat. Okay. I thought that said Davis Bills in here uh, at first. And I was like, Davis is coming and saying, one day my, uh, it used to be my football cards went for hundos. I, I think about the Davis Mills uh, collectors out there that are just sitting with stacks of Davis Mills and a super long neck. He always had a very long neck. I don't, I don't know. I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> uh, but He's uh, a, a long lost cousin of Mike Glennon. I like that. I like that, that. That's coming from a true Bucks fan. <laughs> what what football card are you holding in your hand, bro? I want to shout out David Mills. So David Mills is one of our pre uh, premium Patreon members, and he oh. sent me this as a rack. It's a Lombardi Lenny autographed card there with a little Super Bowl uh, inscription from Lenny. And it's just an awesome, awesome rack yeah. here. Bro. So you got to send me my Fournette card back. And oh, baby, yeah. that's never coming off the wall right there. I just moved it around. Just put in the perfect spot uh, right there. I love it. I I freaking love it. Uh, so I, I I want I want to I want to say it's I got one more football card thing I want to say, but uh, fifty of you tuning into this, um, you know, we have to move the times around to work with our work schedules. I really do appreciate you guys. I really do, and the best way to appreciate me and to get in contact with me or Andy is patreon.com slash football cards. Sign up there. You get access to our exclusive app with football card sales data, uh, everything you need to know to buy Dak or Ian O'Connell or the league leader in NFL sacks. Andy, right now, tell me who is a league leader in NFL sacks. It's not uh, Miles Garrett. Nope. Can someone tell me in the chat? who the league leader in sacks are right now. Well, I can think of a few guys like, you know, Miles or um, TJ Watt or potentially Danielle Hunter. I yes! know that. Yes! It is. Daniel so, Hunter. Daniel Hunter. Hunter is the league leader in sacks. That guy's a beast. Oh. And I think he may be traded before the deadline. I'm just that was that's that was going to be my last football card thing. Okay, mm. if you're a contender, what do contenders normally like to go out there and get? They like to go get a receiver or a pass rusher, like right right at the dead uh, deadline. 
So uh, Montez Sweat got dealt to the Bears uh, since we've been live. Uh, so just really, and, and I understand. I understand, uh, and and I know this annoys some of you guys. That's okay. I'm an LSU fan, super LSU fan, right? That dude's a dog, right? He's he. That dude is a freaking monster. So just be on the lookout today. He might get moved. Hashtag sources. I'm just kidding. Uh, but he's so good. He's so freaking good. But you want you want to know a crazy stat, Andy? That'll uh, blow your mind. He had one sack. He had one sack. His final year at LSU. One total sack. He was also hurt. Uh, he actually had a sack, a sack and a half. So uh, there you go. Um, but yeah, he doesn't uh, like Chad mentions here. He's a dog, but he's very quiet off the field. He doesn't have that. Um, we're getting ready to sign off, and I'm just here solo. That's good. Uh, yeah, he, he's not. He doesn't have like the the personality of like a Von Miller or uh, or like T.J. Watt, if you will. Right? He doesn't have like that that last name. He doesn't play for like a super big brand or anything like that. Um, and that helps as a pass rusher, right? You know, Michael Parsons, of course, is, is a huge personality. He's got a podcast. He also plays for the Cowboys, right? T.J. Watt also plays for the Steelers, right? Daniil Hunter plays for the Vikings. So my hope is he goes to a contender and the world can see how freaking good he is. Orlando, yeah, let's talk some Justin Simmons. Justin Simmons also an SEC guy. Who knows where Justin Simmons went to school? Um, what a baller. Dude's a freaking baller. Um, I hated to see Grady Garrett, uh, Grady Jarrett go down. He's always been a good DT. Uh, but Justin Simmons is a beast. Now, y'all want to do another pass rush trivia? Here's another pass rush trivia. So I'm a former defensive lineman, do a lot of film studies and stuff in, in the college realm. Who is by far the NFL leader of defensive tackles in quarterback pressures? All right, who is by far the leader? Nobody is close to this defensive tackle, okay? And it's not Aaron Donald, all right? Can you tell me who that person is in the chat right now? It is not James Harden. I'm getting a 1,000 James Harden notifications. And here's another hand. He plays on a bad team. Okay. He went to Clemson. Yeah, you're, you're that's that's close to Orlando. Uh Mississippi State, not Ole Miss or Mississippi. Okay. But can you tell me who is by far the leader? is a nose tackle. Okay. He actually set a record for pressures in a single game this past weekend, according to Pro Football Focus. Okay. I'm shocked that y'all don't know this. He's from the, the, the um, top five media market, but it's a bad team. Can you tell me who that is? Okay. 
Um, look, we'll take a few more though from uh, a football card perspective. Uh, it's not Aiden Hutchinson; he's a defensive end. Uh, he does rush from the nose tackle though. Sometimes I think. Let's see here. Uh, Kevin has a question here about Jaron Hall, the Vikings. Yeah, it's just not. That's just not really my guy, right? Um, there you go, David again. David got it. It is Dexter Lawrence is that guy. Uh, so there you go. But yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk some Jaron Hall here at the end. We, um, yeah, I, I wasn't a big Jaron Hall guy coming out of BYU. Ryan had nothing to do with you know Zach Wilson not being a good NFL quarterback and him also coming from BYU. I tend to not believe in the theory that if you come from this uh, school, you're an automatic bust at QB. So I don't believe in that at all. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not a Jaron Hall guy. I, I think not only from a football card perspective, but from a fantasy perspective, we're kind of cooked with the Vikings, right? Um, and that was a player we actually did not talk about today. That was kind of shocking because Andy, as you guys know, is a, a huge wide receiver guy. He doesn't like to just talk about quarterbacks, right? There's more to football cards than just the QBs. But I hate it for Jordan Addison. I do. I have a lot of Jordan Addison shares in fantasy, and he has been killing it. And now it's just I don't see a path forward with the, with where they are right now. Um, but yeah, congrats, David. It was the one who, for, who got it. Dexter Lawrence is crazy good. Crazy, crazy, crazy good. Um, so there you go. Uh, let's see here. I'm, I'm here just in time, just in time to, uh, back to, to remind everybody, uh, cause I get this question a lot, Carter. If you guys want to get access to the web app or Discord server, check out. You see it scrolling across the bottom right now, footballcardquest.com. There's a little Go Premium button at the, at, at the top, right on the front page of that website. Click that button, and it'll take you right to it, man. We got the world-famous hype index in there, everything. I even put out like um, you know, some backstage podcasts and, and videos. Uh, we did yesterday, we did an early bird auction sniper where I actually went through a cultivated watch list. A lot of those Justin Fields cards. So hopefully some guys out there in the in the Discord and the premium membership got um, got those Justin Fields cards because some of those went super low. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace out.